I recently started working a job, a desk job with a manager, colleagues and stuff. It has been a real eye-opening experience working for someone again and having random colleagues who are very smart, young, talented and solving some of Rwanda's biggest societal issues and challenges. So in this podcast episode number six, I want to share with you how it is to work a professional job in Rwanda. From the work benefits to colleagues and work culture. At the end of the videos, I will share some tips on how you can get a job in Rwanda as well. Let's get started. Hello my wonderful peoples, welcome in 2022. This year I intend to prioritize my finances big time to achieve my all-time goal of expanding my own gym. Oh, if you're new here, my name is Theo. I moved from the Netherlands to Rwanda in early 2019 for many reasons which I highlighted in one of my YouTube videos. But the main reason was to follow my main passion of starting my own gym. This is something that I've dreamed about ever since I was a kid to be honest. I know it sounds a bit corny but it's true. However, I recently started working a regular job at a desk with colleagues and stuff. It's funny because people have been telling me for the longest time that with my European education and experience, I could easily get a job in Rwanda. And I kept saying that I didn't come to Rwanda to get a job. I came to Rwanda to follow my dream and open my own gym. That is, of course, until the pandemic started and COVID-19 started to spread like fire. And the government of Rwanda started putting this harsh restriction on the gym sector. All the gyms in Rwanda had to close and they stayed closed for well over a year. At the moment of this recording though, the gyms are allowed to open, but gym members must take a COVID test before they come to the gym. As you can imagine, gym attendance and gym revenue have both reduced by more than 90%. By the time when I was considering getting the job, the gyms were completely closed by government decree. So I had to reevaluate my answer to the question whether or not I should get a job in Rwanda. Because, you know, COVID and of course I needed money to survive. Honestly, I did have enough money to live on, but not enough to grow my business. So I did it. I got myself a serious professional GOB for the first time in my life, to be honest. I started working as a content creator consultant at a huge random tank company called Irembo. If you ever been to Rwanda, I'm sure you've heard of it. A few months later, I got myself a second job. This one was for media marketing and communication and with a lot more responsibilities and better pay. Now that I'm working these jobs, I actually realize it's not that bad. It's pretty good actually. And for those of you who are also interested in working in Rwanda, this podcast is for you. Here are five interesting things that I have learned about working a job in Rwanda. Number one, salary is variable. 
You can negotiate a lot here in Rwanda, from fruits and vegetables to your salary. Especially if you are bringing a unique skill or work experience to the Rwandan job market. And the salaries are quite competitive. If, of course, you don't compare them to Western country salaries. For example, you can live very comfortably here in Rwanda if you're getting about $1,000 a month after taxes. Whereas you might need around $3,000 to live uh, comfortable in Europe or $4,000 in America. And you can also get paid in a foreign currency like the dollar or euro if you're working for a foreign company. This is particularly handy because I've realized that the Rwandan franc has a particularly high inflation rate. Don't ask me how high it is, but I know it is higher than the dollar and the euro. Number two, time is somewhat flexible. Yep, even in a professional job, the concept of time is still somehow flexible. I thought this would change, of course, but it has not in my experience. For example, the hours that people start working are vague. Sometimes they start at 8, sometimes they start at 9 or 10. And there don't seem to be much reinforcement or policing around that time. For me, that's great, of course, because I have my gym business, which generally starts at 6 a.m. So by 9, I've usually worked 3 hours or more even. And people also tend to be late for meetings and stuff. Not very much, not ridiculously, but still, it is rare that the physical meeting starts exactly on time. Virtual meetings, however, they do start on time. Number three, the work benefits are pretty good. The work benefits here vary tremendously, from getting various allowances to retirement account, 13th month salary, travel and home office expenses which are paid. Now, to be honest, because I'm not fully employed, I don't get all the benefits, but I have read through them and it definitely, definitely persuaded me to consider a full-time position. I'm not there yet, but I'm keeping it in mind for future moves maybe. Number four, everyone speaks at least two plus languages. In most professional high-paying jobs, everyone speaks at least two to three languages. This is great if you are a foreigner looking for a job here in Rwanda. You will feel right at home. Especially at my tech job, there's so much talent from different African countries. It's amazing to witness. I really love it there. Lastly, number five, and this is a big one. This is the one thing that surprised me the most. There are a lot of job openings out there. More than what you see on websites or on the internet or that you hear about. And this is big because I hear from a lot of people that they cannot find a job in Rwanda. Now that I'm actually working a job, I'm realizing that maybe because I'm behind the scenes, that there's, there are a lot of job openings that keep popping up left and right. Basically, every company is always in need of fresh new talent. From all positions, from senior position to entry position. However, the problem is, many of these job posts that become available are never published easily outside of the company. So you have to be there to know of it, but usually when you are in a company yourself, you already have a job. I'm going to share with you a story how this happened to me as well, and this is how I was able to capitalize on getting my job as well. 
Also, there's a lot of job hopping from directors to entry job positions. This is not only in Rwanda I've been told, but this is great to know that if you're really really looking for a job in Rwanda, know that there are many job openings out there even though you might not hear of them or read uh, them anywhere on the internet. Now, you might be asking yourself, how can I get a job in Rwanda? And honestly, I don't know enough yet to advise you on that. But what I can tell you is maybe how I got my jobs and maybe this can help someone like you who's interested in a job in Rwanda. I got my job about a year ago at this Rwandan tech company called Irembo. How you ask? Well, because of my videos on YouTube. Apparently, one of the recruiters got wind of my videos, checked out my other social media platforms like LinkedIn, and got my number through a mutual friend. The job offered was not full-time, and the salary seemed okay for random standards. I don't know if I'm allowed to discuss the exact amount, because according to my contract, I'm not allowed to discuss the contract details elsewhere without written consent or permission. I didn't have time to go through that route. But what I can say though, it is above the average random salary. If you have watched one of my other videos, I've kind of made the whole video on how, many, how much randoms make. Well, my salary is up above the standard. I didn't negotiate much to be honest because this looked like an exciting job at an exciting company and for me it came at the right exact time because at that time the gyms were closed in Rwanda so I had a lot of free time to be honest. For my second job, I got approached by this Moroccan French guy who was working on a project on establishing the e-commerce sector here in Rwanda. He saw one of my videos or a few of my videos when he was looking up information about Rwanda. He got in contact with me and educated me about the product. It was a very interesting project from what I could hear. So I stuck around and helped a bit with some free content creation. I was actually planning on making a, a great YouTube video about it once it officially launched. But then a job position became available to work as a media marketing and communication expert. So I grabbed it. If I had not stuck around, I would never have heard about this job position to be honest. This project is more like a startup and it's very exciting and it is funded by the Rwandan government and by the German company GIZ, you might have heard of it. They pay very well and the challenge here is even greater as I get to lead a small team. In conclusion, I got my jobs through my social media presence. And this is really what I would advise anyone who is seriously looking for a job in Rwanda. You don't have to have a YouTube channel like me, but you can at least update your LinkedIn profile picture, right? Or your Twitter handle. Now, you might be wondering why an entrepreneur like me, who vowed to work for himself, to have the freedom to work when I wanted, where I wanted, is now going to work for someone else. Well, personally, I have four short and key reasons why. Reason number one has to do with time. To be clear, my first priority and my first love here in Rwanda is my gym business. And these jobs are both not full-time and they allow me to have time to operate my other businesses like my personal training, my YouTube and my online consultancies on the side. Number two, money. 
this is I think the main reasons why everyone gets a job, right? This was a great way to earn money while my gym businesses was running slow due to the pandemic restrictions. And number three, connections. Having colleagues, meeting new people is something that will benefit me and my business in the long term, I believe. And as an entrepreneur, I normally don't have a lot of time to meet other people who are outside of my industry. So this is a great moment to meet uh, software engineers, to meet people I normally don't cross paths with in my day-to-day -day life. And lastly, number four, the challenge. I like challenging myself in the gym as well as outside the gym. Thus, working two part-time jobs plus running my business is the biggest and the greatest challenge I've ever faced in my life at this moment. And I like to think that I can do it. I, you know, I'm multi-talented, I'm good at learning new skills, leading people and solving problems. And as a bonus, I get to contribute to run this development from a different angle. I do have less freedom though. I'm working 12 to 14 hours a day and I have less time to do some more passionate things like YouTube or podcast, unfortunately. I guess this is the price I have to pay for now. If you are interested in getting a job in Rwanda, especially a skilled job, you can contact me on LinkedIn or on one of my other social medias. I will also post some of the job openings that I can find below the description in this podcast. If you have any questions, post them in the comments or direct message me on LinkedIn. I, can, I will see what I can do to help. Because like I said, there are many more job openings out there than you realize. This was episode number six of the Tale is Back podcast. Thank you for listening. Come check me out on TikTok. Until next time, Muramuche, my wonderful people.